Life is crazy, and we get that. That's why we're here. <laughs> It's the Crazy Happy Life Podcast with Joey and Lauren. So I just realized this looking at the calendar, but believe it or not, this week marks the third, the third year, three year anniversary of Joey and Lauren in the Morning, our morning show. Dang, you're right. What was it?、Uh, July 9th. July 9th, 2018, is when the show launched. And if I'm being totally honest with you, I didn't think it would be as successful as it did. <laughs> is that bad? I'm not. Um, I don't know if that's a bad thing. Maybe your expectations weren't as high. And、They、so you've, you've outdone your expectations,、yeah. which I think is a good thing. Well, we、right? found out last week, really cool news. We found out last week that we won our third straight Best of Boise Award for Best Local Radio Personality. Really, really cool. Big thanks to everyone that voted. But what's crazy is, I mean, we've won that three years. We've only、mm-hmm. been on the air three years. So, like, right from the get go, the show was being successful. And I'll be honest, like, I had no idea. I had, I don't want to say low expectations, but I did not think the show would be. Okay, but isn't that better、yeah. than going into it thinking, oh, I'm going to be amazing. It's、oh, going to be this,、mindset. that, and the other. And then you just totally fail. And I, I put air quotes around fail because just because you aren't as good as you thought doesn't mean you fail. I don't know. Like, I, there's a lot of people I see all the time that are like super motivation, you know, reach for the stars and all that stuff.、Mm-hmm. I'm not saying I'm not, but I am a quality of life snob. And so the moment my quality of life is good, I'm not trying to mess with that at all. And so I think when the show launched, I remember being like, this is going to be a really, really fun time. And sure, I hope it goes well, but I had never done, for those of you that don't know, Lauren had never been in radio. I had never done a morning show on a music station. I only did sports radio.、Mm-hmm. So I, didn't, I had no idea how well, it was going to go. It was kind of a whatever happens, happens kind of mindset.、Yeah. We just jumped in both feet and it was a little nerve wracking. So, but three years. Yeah, I, just, I feel pretty honored, actually. So thank you all so much. But it does, it feels like it went by. Uh, really,、oh、really、gosh. fast or really long? I can't, de- I can't decide because part of me feels like, gosh, I feel like I've been on the air with you for 15 years. Do you feel like, can you remember your previous non radio life as far as like professional? Because you worked, I mean, you worked、yeah. at doctor's offices and all different things. Oh, I definitely can remember it. I don't want to go back to it now because I do feel like I've、uh, kind of cracked the code with the perfect schedule for my lifestyle、yeah. with our son and stuff. It's, listen, it's hard work. Um, but we're not out there like busting our backs and lifting, you know, stones and concrete, or I'm not、yeah. an attorney, or really, really hard jobs, right?、Yeah. Um, but it's, it's its own beast, and there's a lot of pros, a lot of cons, and it just really depends on your lifestyle. I've adjusted, I've adapted, and I really, I really like it. Yeah, so three years, July 9th will be three years of doing the morning show, which well, is just crazy. It's amazing because I do feel like I finally made it, by the way, after.、Uh, Three years of being on the show. <laughs> What'd you get the little blue check mark、so、on your Instagram? I don't have a check mark, but this is funny. So let me pull up my phone. I was recently asked to do a makeup tutorial. Nope.、Oh, you've made it. <laughs> you've made it. By the way, I'm not going to do this. I do appreciate it.、Um, well, it was Sarah, who is a fan of the show, and she reached out, and I'm looking at the、uh, message now from you've Instagram. You've made it. You've so, made it. I've seen people do these、uh, makeup tutorials. Yeah, contouring. A lot of times and the whole they're、thing. like the influencers and the swipe up, or hey guys, a lot of people have been asking me about my makeup routine. Yeah. And now a lot of people are asking me about my makeup routine. You need to do it. You need to do a makeup tutorial. I don't even know how they do those things when I watch them. So you just、uh, mount up your phone and then you just film the video and then just chop it up. 
Okay. Like you just film yourself sense. putting on your makeup and then you kind of talk people through it. Like, so this is what I use. So what for do you under use? my eyes? Can you give an on I, uh, on podcast makeup tutorial? I have no idea. I'd have to go home and look at my makeup bag and tell you what I use. I'm I, trying to guess. I know you use Elf and I know you use L'Oreal. Mm-hmm. No, Avalon. I don't even know what Avalon, Avon. is. I don't Avon. think that's a No, I don't use Avon. Whoa, what's wrong with Avon? Jeez. Avon's not that's like a MLM. Oh, okay. I think. Um, but it's makeup, right? It's like Mary Kay. Oh, okay. Um, what do you I use? Think. No, what? I, it's L'Oreal. Don't you use L'Oreal? No. What is it I then? don't. I don't oh, know. CoverGirl. You use yes, CoverGirl. Yes, I do use CoverGirl. So this is what I do. Just a real brief summed no, up I'm, podcast I'm version it. of my makeup for everyone. I want a 10-minute breakdown of <laughs> Lauren's makeup. For everyone who's dying to know, um, I go to the store and I find random cheapo makeup that I'm like, man, that looks fine. But you go with the same thing. You don't just pick anything. Right. I, I kind of stick with what I know. But again, it was me walking into the makeup section of Target and just saying, uh, that looks okay. I grab it if it was on sale. And then I just started messing with it. So I use um, some powder foundation that I think matches my skin. I'm taking notes. And I use a little makeup brush and I just kind of put on a little base on my face. And then I, you're really writing stuff down. Why are you writing stuff down? I'm I'm writing it down right-handed. I just want to, my gosh, I have this little um, tube of like liquid concealer that I just dab underneath my eyes. And then I take a little makeup sponge and then I just kind of blend it because my eyes... Man, if you could see my eyes, I have bags on bags on bags on bags. I have really dark circles under my eyes. So I use that to just kind of like cover it up. And see, now I feel like I'm losing everyone. Nobody I, cares uh, about I this. I started doodling on my paper. Yeah, I see, lost you're not even ready to Nobody cares. But somebody well, does. she does. She cares. Sarah Megan cares. does. Sarah. And, and Sarah. Gosh. Sorry, her name Sarah. Right. So this is what her message says. Okay, and this is when I was like, I finally made it. Oh, wait, I did... Um, Vanish mode. What is that? That's okay. when you want to hide DMs. I do it all the time. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. Yeah, uh, you better says, be careful. This is so lame, but I always love Lauren's makeup. Lauren, I beg of you, can you please show us your do routine? It. Do a makeup routine. Put it on YouTube, and then people like if you put it on YouTube and just do the link. Then if anybody wants to watch it, they put the link. Maybe maybe, uh, maybe I'll put a poll up on my Instagram. Okay, and I'll just say, be honest. Who really wants to see this? No one's going to answer honestly because they don't want to hurt your feelings. That's the problem. Then just don't answer. <laughs> Have you ever thought about that? You post a poll on social media, and then uh, and then they don't they don't want to answer because they feel like, oh man, if I answer no, mm-hmm. I don't care. Then you're going to remember that and be. There all was upset. A, a friend of mine who recently put on her Instagram a photo of an outfit. It was like a new top uh-huh. or something that she bought, and she put, "Be honest, do you hate this or love it? Like, is it cute or is it ugly?" In my opinion. It was ugly, but I didn't want to vote ugly because she looks cute in it, and I don't want to be rude, so I just skipped past. I didn't even vote because I was like, I don't. Yeah, want you to don't want to do feelings. that. I know it's like it's it's like you're in eighth grade and you're in art class, and the girl next to you goes, "Oh my gosh, my painting sucks." Yeah. Tell me honestly, what do you think? And right. what do you say? You say, "Oh my gosh, it's so pretty," even though you probably think it's terrible. I would consider myself a very, and you can be the judge of this. I would consider myself a very low maintenance type of person when it comes to. Um, clothing and makeup and yeah, style. I would agree with that. I don't have great style. I normally choose comfort over fashion. Now, I do get my eyelashes done, which is probably my most high-maintenance yeah. thing that I do. And I really do it for convenience because with my lashes done, I don't even have to mess with my eye makeup. No, I really. would say, like, I this is the problem. I've never been in a relationship besides with you, which 
could be. Well, seen no, hang as, on. You've been in other relationships. Yeah, you just not, haven't lived oh, with yeah, anyone yeah, else. Yeah, that's the thing. I've, so I've never lived with somebody else besides you. So I don't even know what anybody else's morning routine is. So I can only go off of what mm-hmm. I know in what your routine is. It doesn't feel very long to me. Now, it's definitely longer than mine. And it still kind of blows my mind. There will be times where it was just the other night. You went up to shower, get ready for bed. I watched the rest of an NBA game for probably 25 minutes. Mm-hmm. I was able to get up, shower, brush my teeth, do my thing, and still get into bed before you. And you that's caught still, me on a hair washing day. Oh. That's the thing. Apologies. And that is a whole nother bear to tackle because I could do a whole podcast episode on how much I hate washing my hair and how much of a chore it is. They say only once a week now. And how many, well, it depends on your hair too. So oh, okay. don't listen to everybody, but it depends on your hair and the products that you use. Oh my gosh, I hate so the washing one, my hair. I would say the one thing with you, I actually think we're both like this. Um, we're both not into big style. Like, I don't think we look bad. You know, I, I, I literally wear in the summer, like what I'm wearing today, I'm wearing dark jeans that I bought from Costco and I found the brand I like and I just buy them. They're, they're not Costco. They're not like Kirkland. They're let called. me see. All right. Let stand me stand up and up. turn around. They are... Lift up your Urban Star. Urban Star. They're great. Well, what I did is I found them at uh, I found them at Costco. Gosh, probably two months ago, and then I couldn't find them there again because Costco only keeps things for like two weeks, and then they, they poof. <sighs> two weeks is yeah. generous. It just they're, like leaves. I'll see something, and then the next day it's like they've revamped the whole. Store. And they're eight seasons ahead. In summer, they're like yeah, it's time to get your parkas for Christmas. You know, so um, true. So I lo- I couldn't find them anymore. So I went to Amazon. Literally found the same color, same size, same style, everything. In fact, I bought a pair. This is pretty funny. I bought a pair. They came back and they were lighter than my other pair, even though they said they're same color. I returned them and bought another one to make sure I could get like almost a closer match because I don't, I I can't make decisions. So I think both of us not very stylish. I don't think we have bad style. Or I don't think we are lazy and like wear mm-hmm. pajamas to Walmart. But I also think. We're both of the same thing. Of I want to wear something comfortable that looks nice, but I do not know. I don't buy super name brand, cool, tight clothes. I don't wear the skinny jeans. I don't mm-hmm. do any of that. And you don't. Like, I have been around some people where, like, you go out on a date and the girls are wearing nine-inch heels. And this is fine. You want to do your thing. But, like, the nine-inch heels, the leather pants, and, like, a clutch bag, that's not you. And it'll right. never be you. I-, I wish I had more of that, though. See, like, I don't. I like you the way you I are. I know. But I'm not saying – I'm not saying I want to change my whole life or my whole wardrobe. But I'm saying I wish I had more options because I get anxiety <laughs> – I get closet anxiety when I'm going to go on like date night or we have maybe a nicer client meeting or something that we have to go to because I feel like all I wear day in and day out is t-shirts and leggings or t-shirt or hoodies and leggings or t-shirts and jeans. I'm wearing a t-shirt and jeans today Okay, and they're nice, you know, little v-neck shirts. It's not anything. And a lot of times I wear this too because we're on camera all the time on our morning show. And so we don't want to have, um, distracting like logos, logos yeah. or anything on our shirts. So that's kind of what we wear day to day. But when it's like a date night or something fancy I have to go to, I'm like, what the crap am I going to wear? I actually just borrowed a friend's heels the other day because I was a judge in a pageant and it was a nice pageant and I didn't have cute enough shoes to wear. Hey, you have what, sense. one pair of heels? Yeah. And they're kind of like, Meh. they're like, I'll go heels. But that's for, to me, for a woman to have one pair of heels that is a very rare thing. I would say most women probably have five pairs. Multiple options, right? probably. And, I, and I, that's, that's one thing that I think works in our relationship because I, I am not Rico Suave in the sense of I'm never going to dress up really nice and you're not 
Rico, Suave, also. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> I know what you're saying. I'm trying to give you a compliment <laughs> without trying to sound like, oh, you're just you're a like, plain Jay. I like no. you as the old slop that you are. No, I just, I think, I think we really match well with each other from that. Um, I have to admit, and this is something that I actually wrote down a couple of days ago when I knew we were going to do this podcast. I am willing to admit, I think we have a poorly behaved child. And I, oh, I wow. think, I think, jumping right into that. Okay. Well, I think for parents, so many parents always think their kids are behaved, but I don't know what's going on, and maybe we're in a bad stretch. But I look at the last couple of weeks with our son, whether we're in public, we're at a store, whether we're trying to go to church, whether we're trying to do things, and I'm like, man, I think we have one of those kids that's very fussy. He's been super, super fussy lately. Well, mind you, he has been fighting something because he has a pretty runny nose that hasn't stopped, so I think he probably doesn't feel good. And what's really sad about kids, especially at his young age, he can't tell us what's wrong. He can't say, Mom and Dad, I don't feel good. My stomach hurts. My throat hurts. I'm hungry. He can't really tell us. So his communicating is like, like whining and being kind of yeah. sassy. And I also think we're hitting that age. He's almost two. You hear about it. The terrible twos. The attitude comes. I'm just willing to admit, I, I feel like I can be honest as a parent and be like, yeah, I think our kid is not the most well-behaved. Is that okay to say? I feel like a lot of parents lie and never say it. I'm willing to say it. It's fine to say. I don't know that I fully agree with you. We can't figure out what's going on at church. I'm about to leave our church and not come back until they're 10. Church is the place that I would agree that he is very naughty. I don't know. But I mean, everywhere people are making... else, I'm like, he's just a normal kid. Yeah, but at the store the other day, it was like the moment we stopped, like we couldn't stop the shopping cart. And that doesn't seem normal to me. So I'm willing to admit, I think he's got a little toot. I think he's going through a phase. Here's the deal. That's what I'll say. He should have an attitude because we were both terrible children, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I don't know Horrible. if you were a bad toddler. I was normally a bad, like, from about 7 to 17, I was a pretty terrible person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I, would, I mean, when I was 7, I was just mean, and I was mean to my brothers and sisters, and I had attitude, and I would, like, dare my parents to spank me. Like, I was just a real, it was like. Sassy kid. I was problem yeah. child. Remember those movies? Yep. Oh, so, yeah. So, for about a decade, I was terrible. But I don't know when I was 2. I don't think my parents have. My mom does have a story. When I was five years old, she was worried about me, like Mm. worried about the kind of person I was going to be at five. That's scary. Look who's laughing now, mom. (laughs) That's scary. Yeah, isn't (laughs) it? But my mom told me, it's actually a couple months ago, they were visiting, and she told me she had a very uh, interesting experience with me. I was was throwing a fit, and she just held me in my arms as five, and she just like prayed. Yeah, in her arms. Mm -hmm. And just like prayed. She's like, please help this child. I'm worried about him. And I did have maybe quite that's the, what helps so, you turn into who you are. So I don't know. Like a part of me goes, okay, your personality, my personality. Mm-hmm. He doesn't behave well. Yeah, and and maybe I'm looking through mom glasses because when I'm looking at him, and I'm not, I'm throwing out biases. I'm not trying to lie. Oh, my child's perfect. I do fully believe that he is a really sweet kid, and he is, for the most part, when he is feeling well and he's not sick, he is super well behaved. In my opinion, he's super good in the car. Lately, he hasn't been feeling well, so he's always wanted like his music on in the car. But he's generally really good in the car. He's generally very happy and fun and silly. And he only really is upset when he's like getting a diaper changed or when he's at church. I just feel like why can't parents, I'm not saying you to admit, but why does it feel like parents can never admit if like they're like, oh, my child's not the best behaved. It's a tough pill to swallow because I think you use that as a reflection on yourself. If you say that, you feel like 
I'm a bad parent. Like my child is this way because of me or you don't want to get judged. Now I do have a fear because we are these public figures or we're out there in the world. I do have a fear that when our son is old enough, he's going to school and he is, you know, that five, six, seven, eight range. If he is just a sassy brat and doesn't listen, talks back to his teachers, I do worry about that reflection on us. About, oh, that radio couple, they can't take care of their child yeah, and teach them. It's going to happen. Because kids are going to be brats, well, and I hope that ours is not. Here's why I'm willing to admit, and you're right, maybe it's a phase. Here's why I'm willing it's to admit totally it. totally a phase. Why I'm willing to admit it is because I know from my childhood, my parents did everything right, and I was still a bad kid. And I understand that. My parents seriously did almost everything right. They weren't perfect, but they did like everything right with me. They never taught me to misbehave. They always punished me. Like they never just let me off scot-free or whatever. And I still mm-hmm. was a bad kid. So that's why I think is he – let's say three years from now, Lauren, he's still like – he's kind of a problem child. I feel like I'll be willing to admit – I'm not going to, like, shame him, but I think I'll be willing to admit, like, yeah, man, our, our son, he, he he struggles behaviorally. Like, he's he's kind of a problem child Yeah, I would, I would never, ever, ever compare him to being a problem child right now, though. No, I don't think I, right now. I think what you're saying is a little far-fetched as far as where we're at now because, remind you, every time he is babysat by literally anybody that he's been with, they all say he was a literal angel. Like, okay. everybody everybody says that, and I always ask, are you being honest? They're like, yes, he didn't make a peep. Then here's the he thing. He was so good. It's church. I cannot figure out. Our kid is terrible at church, but maybe that's, that's, that's I said. why. That's what I said. Church? Yeah. He's like, no. He's like anti-church. He hates church. But everywhere else, I'm like, he is an awesome, awesome, awesome kid. So to give you an insight of how church goes in our family, we show up to church. We walk into the, like, chapel area. We go to sit down, and the moment we turn to sit down, they have, like, pews. The moment we go down a pew, screams, kicks, freaks out. Mm-hmm. So I have to take him out in the hallway, or you take him out in the hallway. Call him in the hallway. Try to hold him. Don't let him down. I don't want him to play because, I, you know, the moment we walk back in, done. Screams, kicks. It's so embarrassing, too, because everyone like, watches, and we're like, I know, I know. I'm trying my best. So I'm willing to take all the advice because— I promise you, I have tried everything, everything anybody's told me. So somebody at church told me, oh, my son, when he was that age, loved sticker books. Oh, my goodness. It would keep him busy for hours. So I was like, sweet. Got right on Amazon. I ordered a bunch of sticker books. Does not help at all. He he maybe will get distracted with the stickers for like five minutes yeah. and then he's done. And then I also got one of his little quiet time books where it has little activities. You can button the thing and do the zipper and tie the shoe, like all the cute little quiet time things. I bring his favorite blocks. I make sure I hide special toys in the diaper bag for church that I only bust out on Sundays at church. I bring every snack that we possibly have ever had or ever tried. He has like cheesecake options. I mean, it's crazy. Every snack, every drink option. I bring fun activities, coloring. I've tried everything. And And I also try to make it really exciting too to where he only gets it on Sunday. So it's not like it's a regular toy that he sees all the time. And that's what people have recommended. And I'm like, this kid hates it. And that is the only part that I will agree with you on is, yeah, he sucks at church. Everywhere else, <laughs> I think he's been great. I do love our honesty. And I, and I I think there's a difference between parents. I, I really feel uncomfortable when I'm with friends or whatever and they start like ragging on their kids. That feels weird because then that yeah, feels like, well, don't shame them. Like they're trying or whatever. Yeah. That is always yeah. weird. But I do get really sick on the other end. Where every parent acts like their kid is the best, their kid is perfect. Their, like that drives me nuts. So I am willing to admit, like we will, 
when uh, we had Fourth of July, we went to my aunt's house, and he was like, he didn't even want to walk to like we set him down. He's a two year old, and we're like, go run in the backyard, and he didn't even want to do that. And yeah. so like I said a couple of comments that were very honest, and I don't know. I think if parents parents don't have to pretend like every one of their kids is perfect. And you're right, I'm probably overreacting. I mean, it's just a couple of days after church. I think that's the problem. He's going to be two. You have to remember, he's still, he can't form full sentences. So you have to have patience and remember, like, my son, who depends on me, your son, our son, depends on you to kind of lead and guide him through his life and to help him with everything he needs. And so if he's upset about something, there's a reason why, and he just can't tell you why. And so that's what's really hard is, like, He's not forming full sentences yet, so he's speaking in little words. We're close. We're getting close, but half the time, like, what'd you say? What? Like, I don't know. What? You know? And so the only way since birth, the only way, like, since he's been on this earth, the only way for him to communicate is to make noises and be fussy because he doesn't know what else to do. And so I, I truly think he's not feeling well right now. I will give you that. But church is terrible. Everywhere church is else, terrible. I think he's a normal kid. Why don't they? I mean, I know some churches have this. Ours doesn't, but it should. I'm gonna, I'm gonna petition something. I'm gonna get a change.org or GoFundMe or something. I want to set up where we walk in and there is like a McDonald's, Burger King, Carl's Jr. hybrid play place. It's got it's <laughs> little got, daycare. I would pay thirty <laughs> bucks a visit. Nah, I, mean, I would pay ten bucks. I'd pay ten bucks. Show up to church, hand somebody, you know, have the teenagers do it. Hand them a ten, and our kid just goes off into a play place. Feeding some apple slices. We go to church. We come back out, grab them. I know that's not the case. I know that's not. I mean, a lot of people are like, hey, you want your kids to be in church, mm-hmm. whatever. The one thing I have not tried at church and I don't want to try is the screen. So oh, in case close, you're going to recommend that, I I don't want to go that route, especially at church, because I feel like, yeah, I mean, he's two. So what does he care about what the yeah. congregation's learning that day? I, I do think, though, the minute I start giving him like a tablet or a screen to watch in church— it takes away from church itself. Yeah. And then is he is he always going to be used to that? And then he never wants to pay attention to what's actually happening at church. Well, he just wants the phone. You, the you iPad's going to get some work because we got two summer road trips. We got, we're visiting um, your family? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. we're visiting your family. We actually kind of have three if you narrow it down. So the first leg of our first trip, we're making a stop. So like oh, there's right. a trip and then we're staying for a few days and then we're driving the rest of the way for a few days Crap. and then all the way back. So that's kind of three long stretches in the car and then a longer stretch there and back to another family reunion. In yeah, August. that's right. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> and we haven't, we haven't crossed so this bridge. We'll use a tablet for the road trips. Oh, yeah, that absolutely. I am not opposed to. I'm going to load them up on all the episodes. My, my iPad storage is going to be capped out because I'm just going to download every episode of Daniel Tiger that there is, because I'm a little worried about that. The only time we've done a road trip with him, wasn't he? He was three months old. He was the easiest baby. I still remember we drove six and a half hours, and he slept solid the yeah. entire time. I thought for sure we would have stopped like three, four times to feed, but he just pff, was yeah, out. It's um right now he's he likes kids music, obviously, like he loves Baby Shark and that. But we also got him hooked on like some pop music but the only problem is is like it's blinding lights by the weekend which is a huge song i mean the songs broke records the problem is he can listen to it seven straight times in a row so like it's we'll start listening to blinding lights and he'll love it and he'll sing along and he can do it he can go Ooh, I'm blinding my light. i mean it's so cute it's so cute the moment the song ends 
and it goes to another he song. He wants it again. Freaks out. And then you go right back to Blinding Lights. He's good. Yeah. And so there's a few songs he loves Blinding Lights by The Weeknd, Anyone by Justin Bieber, yeah. Wonder by Shawn Mendes, and Levitating by Dua Lipa. So are those the. Those are yeah, the four I think four. Those are the big ones. Yeah. Oh, um, Follow You by Imagine Dragons, which oh, is a new song that he, he loves. He loves that one too. But the problem is, if we start playing Follow You by Imagine Dragons, like the moment he hears it, he thinks in his mind, I want to hear this song till the end of time. And so it's like, you've got to choose a song that you don't mind hearing five times in a row. Mm-hmm. That's what we're dealing with right now. And so we've listened to, I don't know what one we've listened to the most, probably Levitating. I feel like that's yeah. later in the clubhouse. Well, I will say, and I think I speak for both of us is through all the hard times of parenting, as we're just getting a glimpse in his young life, we're just getting started through all of it, we are so immensely grateful for such a sweet little boy. And just the fact to have the opportunity to be parents is just absolutely incredible. It makes me... It makes me emotional because of all that we went through to even get him. So yeah. obviously, tongue in cheek, we say things in jest like, ah, he's the no, terrible just, here or there. It's just, just a minute. It's I, normal. I was grumpy today. I, w- I was grumpy today on the episode. And I, I and you're exactly right. I, I wouldn't tr- change a day. I mean, I love all, all the day. Yeah, there are moments where I'm like, holy moly. Why is our kid acting like this? You wouldn't this? trade it for a single thing? No, I yeah. wouldn't. And I'm, I'm – it's not a – to me, I, I just wanted to more paint the picture of I wish parents were more honest. And sometimes I'm like, yeah, my kid's going through something. And I, yeah. I and, and if you hear someone say, oh, my kid's being a turd today. You don't think they don't love their child? Yeah, of and course that's the they thing. love their child more I than think, anything. I think more often than not, we need to have those moments where we're, we're with our peers and not a shaming way. But we need to have more moments where parents can talk to parents and be like, oh, my gosh, my kid has been a punk today. What's wrong with that? Well, it was just the other day where I was like uh, feeding him chicken nuggets and fries from McDonald's for I don't know how many time that week. And I'm just like, you know what? It's the only thing he wants right now. I don't care. I thought I was going to be this mom that would hand scratch, make all this food. It's not happening. Kid loves his fries. It is what it is. That's that's it. So, of course. Oh, my gosh. I love our son. I just I I do feel like there's a moment where I I think I used to always just feel like, oh, our kid's great. And I'm like, oh, no. Our kid has had moments, and now that he's like two, and we're dealing with toddler stuff, I'm like, yeah. I mean, it's completely he's had, normal. Yeah. And I think it's normally he's screaming in church, and no, no one else. Like the moment he screams, I look around. I'm like, is anybody else's kid gonna scream? Uh, shout out though to Tara, who was sitting in front of me, a friend My of gosh. mine. And right when we sat down, she like whipped out the Fruit Loops, and that yeah. actually helped him for like five minutes. <laughs> and now he's addicted to Fruit Loops. So there we go. Thanks for uh, checking out uh, this week's episode. Make sure to subscribe, rate, review. We love you. You can always check out the Joey and Lauren On Demand podcast, which is our podcast we do every single day of our morning show. You can check that out anywhere you find podcasts. Thank you.